This episode of the podcast is sponsored by screaming your own name during sex. Zach! <laughs> Matt! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, those who identify as non-binary, welcome back to the Roll the Credits podcast, the only podcast that can encapsulate beauty in one shot. My name is Matt. I'm Zach. My shot was me taking a massive shit on the toilet. <laughs> I, I was... I was so poetic, <laughs> <laughs> and you sh- and you literally shit all over it. Yeah, <laughs> as right. I do most of the time. So today we're going to be talking about my topic, which I was thinking about, where it's it's those moments mm-hmm. in movies where it's just a single frame, a single shot. Yeah, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's awesome. Like I think about when I was I was thinking about this topic is literally that. It's like if I could take this shot and mm-hmm. make it into a poster or a picture and put it up on my wall, what would it be? Yeah. Okay. What would it be, Matt? Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you for letting me Yeah, you go ahead. Jump in here. Yeah, go ahead. Pick your first thing. I'm going to start out strong. Okay. Um, the whale in Prince of Egypt. Fuck you. That was also Oh, really yeah! yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Dude, I, um, it's so cool. It is. They spent like 30 years trying to make it. Well, yes. Like <laughs> the amount of work that like they put into Prince of Egypt is like insane. Like I I again, we did it on the podcast like a couple of months back. Um, go check that out. That actually is on YouTube, but uh, it, it it's a glorious movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it's I, it's one of those ones where it's like I've watched that more than any other movie. I think ever. so because again, that's always when like your and a mind friend Alan comes up and it's like we always end up watching Prince yeah. of Egypt together. Is that or El Dorado? Yeah, El Dorado's good. Yeah. Elton John did the full soundtrack to that too. Yeah, but the fact that it's like it's literally when they're splitting the sea yes. and everybody and they're all walking through. And then you just get a like a crash of lightning, and it's like a fucking whale for mm-hmm. scale and size, and it's like, Mwah! yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's so it's, cool. You get the lightning strike, so it's like you see the silhouette. Yep. Although there have been like, um, there have been like debates on like if it's a whale because or if it's like, like a megalodon. Or, I yeah. think it, uh, yeah, because like the fin shape or whatever yep. um, would be even Who cares? cooler. It's awesome. Would be even cooler though if it was a megalodon. Yeah. You know, just in case, because, like, at the time of this recording, Meg 2 might come out of this. Oh, point. fuck off with Meg 2. <laughs> There's multiple Megs now. <laughs> Who cares? There's, like, 18 <laughs> megalodons. That's, that's, like, the whole ocean. Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> Earth. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> Nobody allowed in the water. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Prince of Egypt, man. Oh, man. Stellar. Prince there, of Egypt. I mean... I was thinking about this too, where it's like that's the first one that comes to mind. But there's mm. plenty of fucking amazing oh, shots yeah. in that when, movie. When, when, like, like the, the pl- tapestry, tapestry is like, really great. Um, I always think too of like at the start of the the plague and everything, where it's like the meteor coming down to like strike the statue yep. of uh, Ramesses. Uh, this the, like the split shot of like Moses and oh, Ramesses yeah. when they're like they're conflicting, and it's yep. like yeah, that's great. Uh, fire tornado, fire tornado, awesome shot. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Um, when Ramesses gets taken up by the water. Yeah. All good shit. Yeah, those are all just fantastic, amazing shots. Yeah. I love Prince of Egypt. Yeah, I know. It's so good. So fucking <laughs> Mud! Sand. I can't Bastard! Believe, yeah, I can't believe, too, that fucking Val Kilmer was, uh, Moses in that. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Cool. Alright, so I get another one now, right? Yeah, because it's both of our picks. Ah! Fucker. I, that was the only one that I was like, maybe it'll be the same one. Nah. Really? Yeah, that's it. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, my next one is going to be when Miles Morales jumps off the building. Fuck. In Spider-Verse. No. Did I get another one? No, oh, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is a good shot, though. It's fantastic. I know, I know it's like like the cover of the poster, yeah. and it's like, but like, 
it's so cool. Well, that's also a debate, too, because, like, if it's a good enough shot to be the poster, like, yeah. that's already a good shot. Right. But I love I love the symbolism behind it, too, because it's, like, he's jumping, but he's falling. Yeah, it's a little But it's faith. also, like, he's rising up to become Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, like, the inverse of it. I and think the it, breaking in the glass. Yeah. So, and the fact that he's just falling, you got the amazing song over it. Post Malone? Yep. Yeah. So, it's, like... Do you like Post Malone? Eh... I've Here heard, and there. I've heard like a couple of things and I'm like, I should probably get more into Post Malone and then I'm like, I don't have the time. Yeah, I know. He's all right, but not mm. my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just love the way it looks. I think Miles looks awesome mm-hmm. and like it's it's framed so well too, where it's like this he's falling into the city and it looks great. It's yeah, that's super cool. That movie is just really gorgeous to look at. Yep. Um I love the design of the, the animation where like it literally looks like it's from a comic book. Yeah, and the fact that they use like different animation for all the different Spider Men. Yeah, or they use like actual comic bubble text like for thoughts and everything yeah so really well done um yeah i agree that that's a really good shot just like especially to to like set up the the arc of the story like towards the end yeah um my first well my second (laughs) one really (laughs) yeah um so mayan satsuki in the rain with totoro yeah i think it's perfect i think it encapsulates ghibli i think it yeah like if nothing else like Studio Ghibli as a whole, like, being that, again, nostalgia effect of, like, our childhood and, like, Toonami of watching Studio Ghibli movies, but, like, man, like, even, too, like, it's at the point where it's, like, yeah, Totoro, My Neighbor Totoro came out, like, years after, like, we had some really great ones, like, I think, like, obviously, uh, Nausicaa came out before that, Um, I think Princess Mononoke came out before it. Um, Grave of the Fireflies, I think, came out before it. But, like, no matter what, after Totoro and even, like, remastered versions that are out now, like, every single time that you watch a Studio Ghibli movie, it's always Totoro as, like, the emblem in the beginning. And it's just, like, it, it may not be, like, the best movie. It may not be the best Studio Ghibli movie. But, like, that single frame shot of, like, Totoro, May, and Satsuki just standing in the rain with Stand like the, the umbrella yep. and him just having the leaf over his head is like perfect. Yeah. Like, like if you type in my neighbor Totoro into Google Images, that is the first image that will pop up. Yeah. I mean, it, it speaks to just, you know, like the, it speaks to the whole movie. It's the most important scene because then you get the cat bus right afterwards. Like yeah. it, it, it just it encapsulates the whole franchise mm-hmm. and what it means to have a Ghibli movie. So, yeah. Awesome pick. Yeah. I also love how we're, I, I was thinking about this too today. I was like, man, look at us talking about shots and movies in an audio podcast. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Google all these if yeah. you don't know them. That's, a, that's how you got to do it. As you're listening, just Google what the images that we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, my next one. Uh, where do I want to go from here next? Sleepaway camp. Shut the fuck up about sleepaway. It's a good shot at the end. It's not one of mine, but it's a good (laughs) shot. (laughs) Oh, shut up. Um, We're doing that next. So there's a couple different ones that came to mind, but I wanted to pick 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Of uh, how, or not how, but um, fuck, what's his name? Frank walking through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first one that came to mind. Uh, the other one, which may be a little bit more unknown, mm-hmm. but it's like, it is so unnerving, and it fucking, it's like, it's the perfect shot of, like, what I feel, of, like, uncomfortability in space. It's when mm-hmm. that guy gets fucking projected out. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yellow suit. Yes. And he's just, like, flailing, and mm. it's quiet. But, like, that shot alone yeah. of him just, like, flailing in and space. And goes back to, like, try and, like, grab him. Yeah. And it's, like, they don't make, like, a big fuss about, like, him, like, going out there in the, the fucking pod to, like, grab him. But, like, it's literally just, like, got him and then, like, flying back. Yeah. Like, I, that, to me... It's it's really uncomfortable for me, mm-hmm. and I think it, it it speaks to like the idea of like what it means to be like trapped in space. Yeah, and I think it's perfect. I think it's amazing. It's uncomfortable, and it doesn't have to say anything other than it's like here's a man who looks like he's struggling mm-hmm. to live in space. And yeah. it's like that's awesome. I know. I Love put it. it. I I put it where it's like again, obviously referenced from it, but like when we did High Life, like mm-hmm. halfway through the movie, when you get the title screen and yeah. all the bodies are like floating. Like, same kind of concept. Like, you can see, like, where the references was made there, but, like, really cool idea as well. Yeah. 2001, just, my God. It, it's just... Yeah, you could pick a lot of stuff from that. You could pick the monolith. You could pick any of the crazy oh bullshit at the, the end of the movie. The bone flying up in the air. Yep. <laughs> that movie's insane. I, can't, some great I stuff. cannot believe that that movie came out, like, basically 50 years ago. Yeah. And it looks better than 99.9% <laughs> of movies that come out now. That's called putting your time into your work. That's <laughs> called Stanley Kubrick being a crazy motherfucker. Yep. Um, yeah, good pick. I get it. Uh, my next one is the single shot in The Strangers. Okay. When uh, the girl is on the phone and you just see in the background, like, fuzzy, like, the, the main stranger, like, um, uh, like just standing there, like, watching her. Okay. I don't so, think I remember that. Really? That's, like, the main... It's fucking Liv Tyler, Yeah, too. I know Liv Tyler's in it. Uh, like... Kristen, that's her name. Like, she's literally just... Like, she's on the phone, and he's just, like, there in the background. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. And what I love about that shot is that, like, they don't put any focus, really, on it. It's literally one of those things where it's, like... It's, like, the same thing as, like, Hereditary when it's, like, uh, Tony Collette's character is, like, up in the corner. Yeah. And it's, like... If you don't notice it, it's a normal shot. I but, love that. But when you notice it, it is the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, really cool, like, um, just a shot in general because it's, like, it added this crazy fear in the film that, like, again, before it got to, like, a crazy point, it was still just kind of, like, okay, like, now we as the audience know that they can easily get into the house. And it's just this shot where it's like, and I think it for a while it was like the main poster too. I'm sure it was, yeah. Um, but it was just like so freaky that I loved it. Yeah. All right, that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Zach, I know <laughs> <laughs> this fucking asshole. So many times I'll just be sitting on my laptop or my phone or doing something, and he'll just go. <laughs> like fuck you man well I'll also turn my head the opposite way from you <laughs> nothing <laughs> that's what it, that's what he does it's fine but I'm like what what Zach what no don't worry nothing. about it <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> uh, so alright next one mm-hmm. um, I've talked about it before and you'll uh, talk about it again I'll talk about it again uh, Blade Runner 2049 uh, the shot with joy yes. the gigantic yeah, pink yeah, yeah. joy coming down mm-hmm. It's I, I talked about it with color and like the way that the color is, but it's like the giant imposing woman yeah. just pointing at him, and it's like here it is is that it's supposed to be the person that you've had the deepest connection with, and it's fake because mm-hmm. it's a fucking ad. Yeah. Here's perfect. also perfect. 
Also, Love a it. giant Amazon woman to step on me. Yeah. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Can't believe. It. Well, come on. Twenty forty nine. That's twenty years away. Yeah. No. We can make it. We can make it. We can make it. May- it won't be Anna Day almost, but it'll be something. It'll be something. <laughs> it'll be something to wait for. <laughs> um. Yeah, I agree. Like it, it is like very, very cool to look at. Um. I also think in that movie too, like just the main one is like when he's on the planet to go see Decker and it's just him walking yep, through, through the like orange. The orange. Ugh, I love Gorgeous it. shot. Even through the beginning when he's going to see Batista. Oh, yeah, yeah, When he's yeah. just walking too. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, that shot's really good. Um, When he goes to like the chamber to like see the, uh, was it the girl? Like, yep. Encapsulated. Even too, like the fucking uh, little toy horse. Yeah. Like just that shot. Uh, him on the gurney when he finds out that he's not the mm-hmm. special child, and yep. it's like him shouting. Great stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Really well done. The cinematography yeah. in that movie is fantastic. Yeah. But that shot alone of joy is like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it encapsulates everything that's going on in the movie. It talks about like his low point, beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. It Just put it up on your wall, man. Yeah. It's fucking great. I can't believe that that movie fucking like, even got made. I can't believe that nobody likes that movie just because it's so long. Like fuck oh, off! Oh yeah, yeah. People like hated it because they're like, like, oh three my hours god, long. yeah, it's three hours. Like, shut up! Yeah, it's no. great. <laughs> I don't get it really. Um, so I have I have two honorable mentions, and then I have my number one. So I don't know where you're at with this uh, since I'm crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me do mine, and then we'll do honorable mentions, and then we'll go into our last ones. Got it? Because I have one more. Um, eventually. I don't know when. Eventually, I will shut the fuck up about this movie. But um, call me by your name. Ah, I fucking adore this movie. Um, I told Frank this multiple times. Like I've talked about this multiple times on like different uh, segment episodes. And it's like I remember when I first watched it for the podcast. Like I had to go and like midway through, I had to go like run an errand. Um, like Jess mm-hmm. had asked me, like, "Hey, can you pick up like spinach or something like that?" Even <laughs> though she doesn't eat it. Goddamn spinach. <laughs> so like. And I just gotten to a point too in the film where it's like it because the whole movie I know you haven't seen it the whole movie yeah, is literally just like about. a summer vacation in Italy. It just is this so happened. Timothy Chalamet. Yep, Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer and they bang. Um, yeah, they're they're in a romantic relationship, but like it's weird because he's like like sixteen and he's like twenty five. But it's also weird because he's he's a cannibal, like Just, in real life. Yeah, um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> yes, but um, but still, like the movie itself is like a really, really heartfelt like romance film, and mm-hmm. like a lot of the times too, it was just like you're just in Italy, like. It's just these sunny, gorgeous days, and like they're literally just—it'll be like twenty minutes, and like they're literally just biking through like the town. Yeah, and it's it's so it's so nice, and like I remember like and when I had to like pause it and leave, I was just like smiling because I was like, man, what a fucking life, what a fucking life. So there's two like there's there's one that's like hard to like find, but it's like when Elio and Oliver, um, the main characters of Army Hammer and yeah, uh, Timothy Chalamet, when they go into town to like just kind of like hang out and like there's this gorgeous scene where it's like it's just so like you can tell it's like gorgeous weather it's like 75 it's sunny the wind is like a nice breeze and like they're standing outside of like this one little shop and like there's just this tree that's blowing in the wind as they stand like 15 feet apart from each other because like they they biked there it's gorgeous It, it encapsulates the movie to me okay um and then like the final scene in the film which I think is like really, really well deserved because it's like after the point where it's like they've broken up and like it's been like months. It's winter now, um, and 
Elio gets a phone call saying, like, you know, that he hopes that, uh, from Oliver, that he hopes that Elio is doing great and that, like, he met a woman and, like, they're, they're expecting their first child and they're going to get married and, like, okay. And it's just this beautiful shot of, like, Elio sitting in front of the fireplace as it's crackling and, like, he's just, like, weeping to himself. Like, a tear rolls down his face, and, like, the camera stays on it. Yeah. So you can really pick, like, any shot from that. And then, literally, as he's crying there, titles, like, are rolling. Ah, that's good. Yeah, so it's like you just sit... It's like the Pearl effect, where it's, like, just sitting there. Cool. All right. I I really like that movie a lot. You'll never watch it. No, probably not. I know you'll never watch it. Unless, like, (laughs) I I force you to watch it somehow. Yeah, I could see that happening. (laughs) Um, yeah, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. All right, first honorable mention, uh, Mandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the the one, and all of it. Yeah, all of it. It's it all looks great. No, but the one that comes to mind is the ending, where it's like having Mandy just in the passenger seat, and then him covered in blood. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is covered in blood, mm-hmm. and just that big fucking crazy smile, and his eyes are huge. Yeah. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, other honorable mention. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Which one? Uh so the one that obviously that comes to mind is the poster with like uh well not the one poster of him in the chair, but the other one where it's like uh Sarah Jessica Parker handing the Angola in that mm. shitty movie that he made. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean there's that's that's the one that I want to say that's like the classic shot and mm. it's just a great looking shot. Oh, go see just standing in front of the doorway. Yeah, that's a great one too. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending to ooh, where it's like they're kind of talking about, or no, when he's like making the film and he's got like that look where he's smiling and he's like mm-hmm. looking at all the explosions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but my real favorite one is the fucking. <laughs> it's where they they hire that one guy and he's like, Mister Wood, where's the set? And he's like, Yes, yeah, standing in it. And it's like, <laughs> it's just this shitty cardboard airplane. It's oh yeah, yeah, where like, it like pans out and it just shows like a little bit of the design. It's like that shot is like, yep, there's Ed Wood's whole fucking career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I love Ed Wood. It's one of my favorite movies. It's my favorite Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that not Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks sucks. <laughs> Mars Attacks is great. Oh, shut up. We're doing Mars Attacks next. <laughs> uh, I'm picking. I, eventually, <laughs> eventually, when I do decide to do Mars Attacks, Jess told me that that's the only time frame that she'll ever watch that movie because it freaks her out. Yeah, I mean, it's the CGI in it. It's awful. Oh, horrible. It's and Jack, so bad. But Jack Nicholson's our president. Yeah, but he's really dry in that. I know. He's lame. And then he's that weird, like, sleazy casino. Mm-hmm. Host. I like that movie. I don't like that movie at all. That's like the down swing of temper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, my honorable mentions. Okay. Um, so as saying wrong, it, uh, what wrong? Uh, <laughs> well, as saying it too, like the ending of Pearl, like great shot of yeah. just like her smiling. It's awesome. And Mia Goth, just she knows what she's doing. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, the ending to the void. When like they're standing, oh in front of, yeah. yeah! When they're standing in front of that giant triangle, that's an awesome one. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good shot. The void's cool. Um, there will be blood. Daniel Plainview uh, yep. sitting in front of like the burning oil rig. Yeah, I was, I, that's not your number one. I'm surprised. I've listen. Like I've been doing this podcast now for like no, you listen. <laughs> no, you listen. <laughs> I've been doing this podcast now for like three, four years. Like. I've talked way too much up and down about like there will be blood. Um, it at this point it like we know I love it. I'm not gonna put it. <laughs> yeah. I I cannot physically put it into like anything in like a tier list anymore except for an audible mention. Like okay. it That's almost fair. goes it almost goes without saying. All right. Um 
finally to uh avengers like that first like the first avengers movie when like they're all standing in a circle yeah that's and a like good it kind of like does that spin shot but like you also you can get like just a still frame shot of like them all standing together yeah um i think that was like really like in the peak of like you and me and like our friends going to like marvel movies every yeah. like month yeah, we saw like, everything that came out right away. Yeah, like opening weekend, if not opening night, like yep. we were there. And I think like that was like that point for us. Like that's the nostalgia feeling of like when we would go and do that and like us all seeing that moment together. That, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. But that's sweet. it. Okay. Um, yeah, so your number one pick? Oh, boy. All right. Also for me, not these are not in any order. I know you've been kind of like doing Yeah, I kind of do them in four. order. Oh, man. Number one, though. Uh Ooh, I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Teletubbies the movie. Old boy. (laughs) Oh, when he gets out of the box? No, 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 no. Oh, in the hallway? No, 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 no. When he gets his tongue ripped out? No, 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 no. When he has sex with his daughter? No, 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 What? All right. I've ran out. I love this. I've been trying to get a fucking photo framed of this mm-hmm. for so long i've been looking at etsy it's so it's obscure mm-hmm. you can find it if you google it you can find it if you google it listeners um it is at the end mm-hmm. when he's getting hypnotized mm-hmm. and it's like sitting there in the snow and it's like the lady is explaining to him it may not work oh, yeah, you yeah. may not actually get this all removed mm-hmm the part when it starts, when he starts getting hypnotized, and it's explaining that like you're gonna see your monster, and then the monster's gonna walk away. The fucking shot mm-hmm. where he's leaning up against the tape recorder, and behind is the great tsunami, uh-huh. and it's bathed in purple. Fucking incredible! It is one of it's my favorite piece of cinematography ever mm-hmm. the fact that it's like it's so cool it's weird it's unnerving it's like everything and it speaks to so much of the movie it's my favorite fucking shot and everything that follows that too like even the ending of that movie mm-hmm. is kind of coupled with this of like that sad kind of happy cry where yeah. you're like did it work did it not work yeah it's like the same thing as like i saw the devil of like yeah the, that's that also one that i was end. thinking about well yep. also just in general like korean films yep like just I really like Korean films. I do too. For, for that reason, is like there right. usually is no happy ending. Yep, um, which is very true. But yeah. I don't like, remember that scene though. Uh, that's weird. F- like I'll pull it up right after this. Yeah, that's fine. Like I, <laughs> I remember like the snow and I remember like the ending itself, but I don't remember like the tsunami of like the purple wave. Yeah, I mean it's 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 literally as he's starting to get hypnotized. It's mm-hmm. right before, and then that's the part too where she says like you start walking towards your monster. And it's like that's the big reflection mm. where he sees himself smiling, and then he walks away. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like losing the memory, but like the part before that, it's like to the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie is like pretty like gray, pretty yeah. green, but it's like here at the end, and it, it speaks to the idea. It's like you're getting hypnotized, like here, and it's it makes it feel so much more like corporeal and like you know, it's it's spiritual. It's amazing. I fucking love it. Fucking love it. Wow. It's the whole reason I picked this. It's the whole reason that... It's the whole reason that you picked this topic, I right? was like, what's my favorite shot in a movie ever? And it's, it's that one, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so um, that's, that's my number one. Very nice, Matt. I don't think you can guess, like, what my number... Well, again, not my number one pick, because, like, I'm not doing this in any specific order. But um, 
I don't think you can guess like what my my last I one is. Really, I would have said something from There Will Be Blood, but yeah. apparently I'm wrong. You are wrong, as you okay. usually are. All right. <laughs> um, tragedy of Macbeth. I chose the scene of the witch, when like, so first off, again too, Catherine Hunter plays the witches. So wait, is like, this is the fucking Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington one? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when the witch stands in front of like that little pool of water, and it's her. But like the reflection shows back too. Yeah, so, that is cool. So it, that was the way around it of doing the three witch sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I thought that that was like so unique because again, like Macbeth is one of those movies where it's like it's been done so many times. Like you think of like the f- and and there's only so many ways to like actually go about it. Like there's the original one that they did, like the f- the fifties one, I think. Um, they, yeah. There's the Patrick Stewart one where it's like in the Cold War. There's the 2015 one where it's like all hyper like fucking uh, stylized with um, Michael Fassbender. And then you got this one of black and gray with Denzel Washington. So it's like, how do you keep kind of trying to like reinvent the wheel a little bit here? And again, I think Catherine Hunter is like so goddamn good as the witches. Yeah. Because like I even think of like how bad bird-like she moves where it's like (laughs) yeah she's really creepy like super creepy and i love that where it's like she's going like she's literally walking like a vulture would like really like hoppy and like she like flaps her hand like it's a fucking wing um and just the way that like she can contort herself yeah and and that shot of like when you get Macbeth and um what was his name in it like mcduff i don't think it was mcduff i would think it was like benker bencor Benqua? <laughs> Benqua. I don't know. I it, I don't know enough about... Well, I know some things, but I forget things, too. Um, <laughs> that's, like, the <laughs> most true statement ever. <laughs> I mean, that's also just, like... I re- remember things, but then I forget other things. <laughs> it's, just, it's just reality for everybody. It's not quite fucking um, Taskmaster's power <laughs> of, like, I learn a new skill, but I forget a memory. Um, but, yeah, like, when, when like, they're, they're standing there after the battle, and, like, she's just standing in front of that little pool of water and, like, the reflection shows, like, two other ones. Yeah. I just think it's, like, a really creative way to get across the fact that, like, there's three witches. And also, too, the scene, literally, that scene itself, but, like, prior to showing that shot of, like, her talking to herself kind of gives this cool illusion that, like, the witch actually has, like, more of, like, a split personality. Yeah. Which I enjoyed that, too, because it's, like, again, it's something a little bit differently than just showing three witches. Yeah, I mean, that movie itself, too, has, like, so much good cinematography. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. But, yeah, well I agree done. with you on that. Like, the fact that it's, like, and how they kept switching and how it kept, like, changing the per- like the personality or the perspective, it's it's a really interesting way of doing yeah. it. It's and really again, creative. I, it's just a testament, too, to the Coen brothers, but I think it... If I'm not mistaken, I think it was just Joel that did this one. Yeah, it was just one of them. Um, but still, like, Cohen influence, too. So it's, like, just all around, like, really good shit. Yeah. And that's our picks. And we did it. Matt? We did it. Do you have a recommendation? I sure do, I do. Oh, we. Okay. We're going to get there. Um... You forgot it. No, I have a lot of them. I'm yeah, trying I to think of what's the one I actually want to talk about, though. You didn't come prepared. I was, gonna, I was gonna talk about Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. It's mm. fantastic. It's great. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about Star Wars Visions. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the second season, season came, came out. 
Um, I'll be honest, I have not gotten the chance to check anything out yet. You know what's yet. the weird thing about me recommending this? You don't really like most of it? I don't like most of it. But that's, but that's the thing about you and I with Star Wars. Yeah. Is like, favorite movie franchise, but hate 70, 75% of the stuff that gets put out. Because that's the thing about this, too. And for those who don't know out there, I thought this was such an ambitious and cool mm-hmm. approach of like, here's Star Wars, and it's like, we're going to get a bunch of random animation studios, most of them Japanese, mm-hmm. To like, hey, make some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Just throw it out there. Make some shorts. Um, it's a really cool idea. It is. It's super, and like I said, it's ambitious. It's mm-hmm. it's creative. It's something that you would never think that would actually happen where it's like, here's a Star Wars anime. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Um, and yeah, th- most of them are to like 15 to mi- like 20 minute shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are fucking stellar. Mm-hmm. Like, the first, like, if anybody wants to see it, too, like, first episode, first season. Oh, God. Like, the black and white. The samurai Oh, the samurai is so fucking cool. And then the other one that was made by Trigger. Yep. I really like the brother and sister. Yeah, that one's super cool. Really, really great. But Um, for the, for people out there, too, it's like, well, that's it for the first season, by the way. rest of the first season is not that good. I know. The Astro Boy (laughs) one is okay. Mm -hmm. The rest of it's not that good. Yeah. Um, the second season came out recently, and I just fucking binged through it. I just watched all of it. Funny enough, it's like one of them is very much like the Chicken Run. Oh yeah, I know. I uh, saw claymation. It. That one was fun, but it wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked the from the first season too, like the uh, the concert one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boba Fett. I was gonna sandbag that because mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. Uh, yeah, the second season came out. Um, Three episodes? I think there's like eight episodes, and mm-hmm. three of them I really fucking liked. Mm-hmm. Like, three of them are like some of the, not even like best Star Wars things, just like some of the really, really cool, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, short film stuff. Yeah, like the first the first episode of the second season has some really awesome use of color and animation and like... The cool, like, duality, like, the main girl has, like, a lightsaber that has, like, yellow, and then she pops it, and then it also has red at the back, because hmm. she's, like, a Sith that, like, defected and just yeah. wanted to become... Oh, that's cool. Like, like Revan. No. Well, that was a whole thing with, like, memory and... Yeah. Yeah, but he Force did, bullshit. He did defect. Well, the canon ending for KOTOR is that he becomes evil again. Gotcha. So, I, I prefer that. Yeah, because it's super cool. That game yeah. is way better when you're evil. It's yeah. so much more fun. Well, they're remastering it, too. Yeah, I know. I'm going to play that. I know. I can't wait until um, it comes out. But there's the second episode, though. The second episode of season two mm-hmm. is something that I was like, man, look at this bullshit animation. Like, I don't think I'm going to like this. It was incredible. <laughs> like, I've been thinking about showing this to you for a while where mm-hmm. it's like, it's fucking scary. It's fucking scary. Like, there's points where I was like, holy shit. And then the ending to it is, like, the most, like, chef's kiss of, like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It feels Korean. It mm-hmm. feels like a fucked up Korean ending. And I'm like, holy shit. Disney had the actual goals to do this. Yeah. And it's like, that's awesome. So if anybody wants to go out there, too, that appreciates anime and also appreciates Star Wars and wants to see, like, the best of both worlds and just to enjoy some really interesting short little stories, I'd say check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find it other places. Yeah, legally but other places. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah it, it's kind of in that same vein as like Marvel's What If. Yeah. Where it's like, there's but that a couple, wasn't that good. There was a couple episodes that were good. I Name one. Zombies. That one was okay. Yeah. That was the one that I was really excited for, but that one was just okay. The the first one of uh, Captain America, I enjoy that story. Oh, yeah, with um, 
Sharon. Sharon Carter. Yeah, that one was all right. Mm-hmm. That was okay. But yeah, there we go. Yeah. Cool, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing next? What are we going to do next? Mm-hmm. Uh, since Zach and I were talking about this before this, too, we weren't sure if Frank was going to come back or not. So I didn't really have too much thought into what the movie was going to be. But then I was just kind of thinking, and we're going to do Kung Pao. Do you know anything about Kung Pao? Not a damn thing. It's like a spoof comedy movie of like old kung fu movies is that the one where it's like he, the guy punches a perfect size like circle through his chest no it's nothing like stupid like that i have <laughs> no idea is that that's not the one with fucking oh rickio i think about all the no time. That, that's when, he's, when he's in uh yeah. the prison yeah and he like punches the guy you are side, free now side yeah that's of his stomach off now kung pao is like a spoof um it's a spoof kind of like kung fu comedy movie, so we're going to check it out because I, I think that movie is hilarious. I want to see if it ages well. I don't know if this is going to be one of those Blazing Saddles situations oh where I'm like, God. Blazing Saddles is hilarious. And then we watched it last year and we're like, oh my God, yeah. this did not age well. So we're going to see if that happens for Kung Pao. <laughs> just watch Five Deadly Venoms instead. <laughs> Toad style is immensely strong and immune to nearly any weapon. When it's properly used, it's almost invincible. And then it goes into Wu-Tang. Yeah, Clan. okay, Zach. All Take right, us guys. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Matt, roll the credits. <laughs>